Welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita, and today is Monday, June the 14th. Can you believe it? 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected to you. Now, when I say that, I say your loved ones, and you know that the Bible also tells us to pray for our enemies, to pray for those who despitefully use us. And so even those people have a purpose in your life. Well, how do you know that, Danita? Why do you say that? Why would you say that my enemy has a purpose in my life? Because even Judas, who portrayed Jesus, had a purpose in Jesus' life. And if it were not for Judas, if it were not for Jesus, Jesus would not have died on the cross and would not have rose again. So even Judas had a purpose. So even the one who betrayed you had a purpose. Even the one who lied on you had a purpose. Even the one who mistreated you have a had a purpose. So just know that everyone has a purpose in your life. Maybe God didn't necessarily send them, but he allowed them to be in your life for a reason. So we thank God and we give God glory for who he is and for what he is doing in our lives because God is up to something. In each and every one of your lives, God is up to something And I pray that you would trust him on today. Trusting with your finances like you've never trusted him before. Trusting with your spouse like you've never trusted him before. Trusting with your parents like you've never trusted him before. Trust him with that dream and vision that he's put down on the inside of you for that new business, for that new promotion, whatever it is may be, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure. The Bible says to think on those things. If God puts something in your heart that's pure, how do you you know if it's pure? Does it line up with the word of God? If God has put something in your heart that is noble, if God has put something in your heart that is a good report, know that that is God. It lines up with his word, if your desires line up with his word, you know that that's God. I understand it might be taking a long time. I understand that God gave you that dream or that vision five or ten years ago, and maybe it has not yet come to pass, but no, it's coming. It's coming. Our God is not a God of time. He's not restricted by time, how we're restricted by time. If the if the bank closes at 5 o'clock and you've got to cash the check, if you don't make it by 5, you won't be able to do that today. Now, yes, electronically you can, but you get my point. What I'm saying is we sometimes have to be somewhere on time. And if we're not on time, we're late. And sometimes being late will cause us to be shut out, and we will have to wait until the next opportunity. Sometimes being late will cause us to get a write-up if if we're not entrepreneurs and, and can be late. Sometimes being late will cause people to not want to fool with us. But God is never late. He is never late. 
So what he told you, keep believing. Keep trusting. God is never late. If he told you he was going to save your son, if he told you he was going to save your daughter, he's going to do it. If he told you he was going to restore your marriage, he's going to do it. If he told you that there was going to come a time in your life where you would no longer have to live from paycheck to paycheck, he's going to do it. And in the meantime, what are you doing? What's your role in that? What's your role in him saving your children? And I'm not talking about your role in terms of inserting yourself because God doesn't need our help. But what he does need is your faith. And he doesn't need anything, but you get my point. He desires your faith. Why? Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. So let's go into this week trusting God. Let's go into this week believing God like we've never believed him before. In fact, just start thanking him for it now. Just start thanking him for it now. Start thanking God for your healing now. I know you still might be aching. I know you still might have to go to the doctor. I know you may not have even had that test yet. But start thanking God today. Start thanking him on this week for what he told you because right now you've already you already have it. You're just waiting for the manifestation of it. So thank God in advance. Thanking in advance. You know what? We usually pray for our week, but I know I wasn't on Friday. Um my sister had a birthday and she's doing some things and I'm so very proud of her and I'll be able to tell you about that soon. But start thanking God in advance for what he has already done. You know what? Let let me give you an example. I'm just going to talk today, y'all. Can we just talk on today? Can I just encourage you on this morning as I encourage myself in the faith? Can we just encourage one another on today as we head out into our week? Start thanking God now for what he told you he was going to do. If you're not married and you have a desire to be married, start thanking God now for your spouse. Start thanking God now for that godly man or that godly woman that he has placed in your life. For the Bible says that it is not good for man to be alone. So if you have that desire and God already told you it really isn't good for you to be alone, then start thanking God now for who he is positioning as he is preparing you to receive your spouse. Start thanking God now that your spouse is on the way. Start thanking God now for the characteristics that you desire for them to have and that God desires for them to have. Start thanking God now. Here's one thing I know, and this is, you know, as I talk to different people and they, you know, they share about, you know, what God is doing in their life. Here's what I've learned. As people began to share about what God is doing in their life, they talk a lot about the plan. You know, as soon as I get this, right, as soon as I get that, I'm going to do this. 
I'm going, they're talking like they've already received it, right? They talk, they're talking like um, it's already a done deal. And we, and I'll tell you, I'm going to give you an example that we can relate to before we get paid, <laughs> you know, for those of us who, you know, go to a, a nine to five or eight to four, or in some cases for me today, it'll be a 7.30 a.m. to like an 8 p.m. Uh, but one of the things that we do as we look at that paycheck coming, we start planning for it, don't we? Don't you say when I get paid, I'm going to do this. When I get paid, I'm going to pay off this bill. When I get paid, I'm going shopping. When I get paid, I'm going to, uh, you know, redecorate my bedroom or my bathroom. Or when I get paid, I'm going to buy me some new tires, whatever it may be, right? Because what, what we know is that we have something coming to us. Now, is it possible? Oh, let's talk about the stimulus money for those of us who live in the United States. Right? When they was just talking about the stimulus coming, folks was talking about what they was going to do with their stimulus check. They were talking about what they were going to do with their stimulus checks, how they were going to spend their stimulus money. And the bills hadn't even passed yet through Congress, but yet people were already making plans for what was just spoken in the atmosphere. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And so if we do that with things of this world, shouldn't we do that with spiritual things? Shouldn't we start thanking God and making plans for what God told us was going to happen? If God said he was going to return your prodigal son, your prodigal daughter, your prodigal spouse to you, start making plans for it. What are you going to do? See, the product, the father of the prodigal son, and I'm talking, I don't have my Bible in front of me, but go back and, and read that. I believe it's in Luke chapter 22. Don't quote me on that. But you can Google, Google prodigal son. I believe it's in Luke 22. Um, but here, here's what I know about the, and I may be even way off on that, but here's what we know about the prodigal son. Somehow, I believe that the Lord had to have given the father a revelation that his son was going to return home. There was something in the father's spirit that knew my son is going to return. Now, he didn't chase him down. He didn't sweat him. He didn't run behind him. He didn't, you know, in, in our cases, he didn't put on a, 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 a tracker on his phone. He didn't go on Facebook trying to see what was going on. He didn't go on Twitter. He didn't go on WhatsApp and all these other types of social media accounts trying to trace, trace down his son. He simply let him go. But in his spirit, in his spirit, he knew, he had he had to have received some form of revelation that your son is gone, but he's going to come back. And so it said that when the father saw his son from afar, I wasn't even going there this morning, but somebody needs to hear this on today, that when the father saw his son from afar off, 
looking for him, and he went to meet him. So, see, what he had been told, he was expecting. And then when he met his son, he said, go get him a robe. Go get him a ring. See, when God gives you something, like we do our checks, and like we did that stimulus money, and we start making plans for it, the father was prepared. The father was prepared to receive his son. The father was prepared to receive his son. How do I know? Because the ring and the robe were ready. The ring and the robe were ready. He was expecting it. He didn't wait. He didn't wait to say, oh, now that you're here, we got to go shopping. We got to get you together. No, it was already ready. It was already ready. Expectancy. What are you expecting God to do in your life? What are you expecting God to do in your life? And if you are expecting God to do it, be ready, be prepared, start making plans for it. Start thanking God for it. And walk around with a smile on your face this week. And I know some of us are still wearing masks, but when you have the opportunity, walk around with a smile on your face knowing just like you were making plans for stimulus, just like we make plans for paychecks, just like we make plans um, for what we're going to buy when this money comes in. And we're looking at, at houses that may not even have the, the down payment of the 20%. But it doesn't stop us from, from looking. It doesn't stop us from saying, one day I'm going to get the house like that. One day I'm going to be driving that. And I know that these are material things, but I'm trying to make it relatable. I'm trying to make it plain. One day I'm going to smile again. One day, you know, I'm going to love again. Let's take it to the fruits. I want you to think about that. Think about what are, and then I want you to write it down. What are some things that you know, maybe even since childhood, that God has put on your heart? Because if God is, has really put something on your heart, you're not going to be able to shake it. Sometimes I wish, sometimes I wish I could shake the things that I know God has put on my heart. Because waiting is not fun. Being patient sometimes, if you're not a real patient person, it can get you a little irritated. But God is working those things out in me. I know he is. But when God has put something down on the inside of you, that promise that he puts on the inside of you, 
that business that he put down on the inside of you, that book that he put down on the inside of you, that degree that he put down on the inside of you. I don't care how old you get. I don't care how long it takes. You're not going to be able to shake it. So you might as well thank him for it, and you might as well start getting prepared for it. I want to tell you one more thing to encourage you, because God works in mysterious ways. I went to a retirement party on Saturday, and I am not a a drinker at all. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I don't drink wine every now and then, or, or I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I don't. I do, but overall, I'm not a a drinker. I'm more, I guess, what you would say, a sociable drinker. Um, so anyway, uh, and I'm just being real this morning. Um, so I went to, and that may cause some people not to listen again, but I'm going to be real and I'm going to be honest. Um, so I went to a retirement party, and, you know, they it, it was at a wine, a, a wine vault, so people had wine and all that stuff. So, uh, again, I'm not a drinker. So, uh, but I am a social drinker, and I do, like I said, drink every now and then. So I say that because I want to be clear and I want to be transparent. So I go and I sit at the bar, and uh, I, I just tell them I just want some water. So I'm drinking water. So there's two young ladies there. I, like I tell you, I'm an educator, and this young lady. Now, there's a lot of people, of course, at the bar. I, and, you know, the, this young lady just starts talking to me and asking me, you know, what school, what district. So I'm giving her this uh, this information, and she says, you know what, I used to want to be a teacher. But I learned about, uh, to make a long story short, the bureaucracy in education, and I changed my major. And I said, really? And she said, yes. I said, okay, so how that how is that working for you? She said, it's been two years, and I still really can't find my way. It's been two years, and I really can't shake the fact that I still want to be a teacher. But, you know, it's just that I don't want to have to worry about this, and I knew teachers really never got paid for what they – so she goes into all the reasons. But at the end of the day, she said, but I've been really still, like, thinking about it for two years. Now, at this point, she's a bartender. Um, but she's talking to me about education. Then she brings her friend over, and she starts talking. Uh, so then the friend also says, I changed my degree too. So while everybody is having a good time, I'm talking to these two young ladies about getting back into education because I tell them, if you still, if it's still in you, and I know how to talk. I'm not so spiritually minded that I can't be you know, any earthly good. But I said, but if it's still in your heart, then you know that it is a purpose for you in this area because we need people like you in the field, the passion. You know, and I just began to talk to them. And so then who walks up is uh, someone who has the power of the pen. And so she gives them, she gives them, her business card, as I began to introduce her to these young ladies and began to talk to her about, look at these two young teachers.
see, one of the things that I know about God and I love about God that if he has put something on the inside of you to believe him for, to trust him for, you're not going to have any rest. See, I bet in a million years they never thought that they would run into a person <laughs> that was going to start talking to them about what was in their heart, their dreams, and how to not let that go. And how to pursue it. And you know what I also told them? It's not too late. It's not too late. So even if God told you something and you wiped your hands to it and said, oh, I'm done, I'm not doing it. But yet you still don't have any rest yet. The Holy One of Israel still keeps putting it in your heart, putting it in your mind. Right? No, on today, it is not too late. It is not too late to pursue the things of God. So what am I saying today? I'm saying without faith, it is impossible to please God. Whatever he said that he was going to do in your life, he is going to do it. So prepare your heart, prepare your mind, prepare your home, right? Prepare your family to receive, to receive your spouse to receive back your wayward children, right, to receive your healing in the name of Jesus, to receive your financial breakthrough, prepare for it and thank him in advance for it. Shout like you've never shouted before on this week. Why? Because know this, even praise is a weapon of your warfare. I love you all. Have an awesome, awesome day on today. It is a marvelous Monday. How do I know that? Because we woke up to see another day. God bless you. Bye-bye.